Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, wherever you are joining us. Welcome to the Business Leadership Podcast Live. It is Monday, the 28th of January, 2019. This is episode 76. Thank you for joining us. I am Edwin Frondozo. For those who are joining us for the first time, the Business Leadership Podcast Live is a live call-in radio show where I speak to business leaders, subject matter experts, and thought leaders to discuss the latest innovations, current events, or best practices that will help you per personally and professionally grow. This episode is brought to you by Slingshot VoIP, a leader in business voice AI technologies that help companies understand what the customers are saying when they're calling in. Happy Monday, everybody. Um, hope you are staying warm. I'm taking this call today from Toronto. It's a very snowy and cold day, so I hope if you are in the Northern Hemisphere, if you're staying warm, super excited to introduce my co-host today. He is a friend. I've known him for a number of years, colleague. He's a marketing guru. Name is Mark Evans. He's the principal uh, of ME Consulting, and basically he helps fast-growing technology companies attract more leads and sales through customer engagements, engagements and brand awareness. Um, he, his services include development of messaging, brand positioning, and storytelling. He talks about marketing, communication plans, and tactical executions. He has a number of books he's written, and um, I thought it would be super amazing to have him join the show, to co-host the show, and really talk about it being the beginning of 2019. Uh, we were just going to maybe talk about marketing, marketing strategies. I know he's a specialty. He talks about brand storytelling, and maybe what he sees is the future. Um, so if you are joining us live and you do have any questions, it could be specific about your business. Feel free to write it in the browser below. We'll get to it. If you have an amazing success story and something that's resonating with you, join the conversation. I could patch you in and talk with us. I'd love to, I always love it uh, to take the conversation where you want it to go. Um, so without further ado, Mark, happy Monday. How are you doing? I'm great. Trying to, trying to stay cold, warm on this cold day, but otherwise, uh, otherwise good to go. Awesome. Awesome. Well, let's just get into it. Um, I know for me, I've been to a number of your talks. I, I, I bought your Amazon book, Mark. So I, <laughs> I know your work. Um, let's just start off with, with a super high level. What is brand storytelling? Well, brand storytelling, I guess in simple terms, is the ability to engage, uh, educate, and entertain target audiences. And, you know, these days people are inundated with information. There's all kinds of content coming at them all the time. And so as a brand, one of the biggest challenges is how you stand out from the crowd. And as Seth Godin says, you know, we're in the midst of what he calls the attention economy. We're all battling to capture someone's attention, even for a short period of time. So brand storytelling is the way to make that happen. I mean, it's super interesting, Seth Godin, uh, and the nature of social media and everyone now with social media, Mark, I'm really interested to get your point and insight on that and the thought about attention coming. Now, social media bins around a long time and the laggers are on now, so... It's it's really noisy out there. Like, what are you finding, or what are you working, maybe personally, or even with some specific companies in terms of getting that attention, and, and what what makes sense? 
Yeah, it's, I'm a, to be honest with you, I'm a bit ambivalent about social media these days. And it, it sounds strange or it may sound strange coming from a marketing person, but hmm. you know, I'm not sure that social media works for every company and every type of company. So in my uh, consulting business, I deal with a lot of B2B technology companies that are trying to connect with uh, buyers. And you know, these people aren't on Twitter, they're not on Facebook, you know, they may be on LinkedIn, so, and they're not on Instagram or Snapchat. So, you know, you have to question whether social media is actually worth it. And I think a lot of companies need to take the same approach to social media, really truly ask themselves, are we getting ROI? Uh, is social media delivering um, whatever we're looking for, lead sales, brand awareness as well, or better than some of the other things we could be doing. And you have to, you have to look at your marketing and say, where does social media fit in the scheme of things? And it may, in fact, be not as important as you actually think. Yeah, I mean, it's it's really interesting. And, and I find that even um, with some businesses that I work with, even my own tech business, I mean, social media is in my world and, and maybe uh, it's, it's more personal branding than even business branding. I mean, don't get me wrong. I think B2C out there, because you mentioned you are doing B2B, right, Mark, mostly? Mm -hmm. um, I feel like, it's it's a B2C play out there now, more more than anything, right? Yeah, it is a B2C play more than B2B. And really comes down to how well you're gonna execute it. It's like anything when it comes to sales and marketing. I mean, you can go through the motions, and a lot of companies go through the motions because they feel that they need to have a presence on social media. So if they're not active, then it would look bad on the brand because after all, everybody's on social media. But if you are gonna do social media or do anything in marketing, do it well. So social media, you need to engage, you need to share content, you need mm -hmm. to, you know, identify opportunities, you need to figure out where and when you where, where and when you need to be so that you know, you're you've got everything covered. Um, and you're not just sharing content or trying to just read content, you're actually building relationships with your customers, and you're listening to what they're saying, and, um, and getting them aware of your brand and maybe starting to think of your brand in a different way. Yeah, no, I, I mean, it, it's super fascinating. If you're just joining us live, what we're talking about, uh, specifically, uh, we started with marketing, brand brand storytelling, and, and now we're talking about social media and whether or not, you know, how you implement, how you execute, and ensuring that you're doing it properly. Um, Mark, a little back to, to brand storytelling. So I guess it doesn't, whether it's social media or the medium or the, events or the campaigns that you're doing why is like why do you really talk about brand storytelling why is it important to to us well that's a loaded question because i've been spending you know i've been spending a long time uh as a storyteller and i think fundamentally is that um people uh, love storytelling we are wired for stories it's just the way that our we're built as human beings and storytelling is a way to get people to not only pay attention to what you're saying, but it actually triggers things inside them so that they're interested, they wanna learn more. Um, it makes them do things without them actually thinking about it. So if you're being blatant about buy my product, buy my product, then people eventually are gonna get fatigued. But if you're telling them stories and you're relating experiences about how your product can help them personally or professionally, then that gets them into your brand and into your product. They stop thinking about the fact that you're trying to sell them something and they're just listening and enjoying your stories. So, you know, going back to the earlier point about every sector has fierce competition. 
And you may think that you're unique, but in fact, you're not. There's dozens, if not hundreds of companies doing things that are very similar to you. So how do you stand out from the crowd? How do you make your marketing and sales differentiated and more engaging? And I believe storytelling is the way to go. And, and the companies that tell stories will win and the companies that don't will lose. It's as simple as that. Yeah, I mean, it's really interesting when you think about some of the new companies, maybe, maybe B2B tech companies um, that sort of came out of nowhere in the last five to 10 years. Um, which, ones do, which ones do you talk about as a, maybe not a benchmark, but like, look how they differentiated themselves by using storytelling. Like, do you have some good examples? Well, you look at a company like Buffer, for example, which does mm -hmm. social media distribution and, um, and content sharing. Mm -hmm. And what now, here's the thing about storytelling. And, and we all know what storytelling is, but it takes different shapes and forms when you go on, uh, when you're marketing. So it could be a story, could be an infographic or a blog post or a sales sheet or a case study. It could be anything. It could be a photograph. And so what Buffer does is they've, embrace storytelling in different ways. Now, one of them is that they have this amazing blog where they're very transparent about how they operate. So it's not a blog about the product, it's a blog about them. And they're trying to deliver insight about how they do business. So it's a story about a business uh, operating in the real world, a startup that everyone can relate to. So they've done that really, really well. Um, and they also do um, these industry reports that tell the story about what's going on with social media. So that's one example. Um, another example is, um, is Drift, which is the chatbot company. Uh, so they have a little box in the bottom of a website that when which you can have a conversation. And their storytelling is around, they've written books and they've written eBooks um, and they've done videos. And so they, they've told really good stories in different ways. And so, you know, you have to think of stories as content um, that is of interest to the consumer. It's not about the brand or the product or what they think. It's what the consumer wants to hear, what they're interested in, what their problems are, so that you get them into your content. You get them reading your content because, or consuming your content because it's interesting to them. And, and at the end of the day, that's the most important thing. I love that you brought up Buffer as an example in terms of, you know, being fully transparent with their own business story or their startup story. And, and I guess because, and maybe you could correct me if I'm wrong, because maybe a lot of their target audience or when they launched were, were startups, right? <laughs> Is it, was it, was there um correlation to that? Absolutely. Yeah. Because they were a, they were a new product and, and social media at the time was just starting to gain momentum. And so, they appealed to startups because startups were their customers and they had a free uh, service. They had a freemium model so that startups could use them for free and then upgrade. And so what they, what you have to believe what they did is they looked at their target audience. They looked at their, the people who were buying their product. And this is a lot of startups um, using our products. So what we're going to do is we're going to write content that appeals to them uh, and what their needs and interests are. And at the same time, and what really worked is they appealed to the broader audience and they sort of caught the wave of transparency where suddenly these companies were um, being very open about how much their employees made, you know, their revenue and their expenses. And, and so it really elevated a buffer above all the other social media tools out there. And I think that's been a key part of their success. No, that's great. I mean, it's, I mean, it, it's, it's really interesting. And, 
as you analyze um, some of these successes, do you think Buffer knew what they were doing at the time when they were building up their brand storytelling? Or was it more of like, let's try this, let's understand who our clients are and just keep just just like um, just keep pivoting until we get get the proper story? Because I imagine the storytelling might have changed over the context of from when they started to understanding, oh, this is what we need to be saying. Yeah, I think you're right. I think I think Buffer, like many startups, didn't really know what kind of marketing was going to work. So the whole idea is it's about experimentation. And they decided that if they focused on writing blog posts and they do it on a very, very consistent basis and the blogs are high quality, and then they adopted a certain editorial approach that would resonate. And and as, as, as it turned out, it did because what Buffer did, and this is really important, Buffer was doing something that other companies weren't doing. And one of the interesting things or the important things about marketing is it's sometimes it's it's really easy to go with the crowd, um, but and because it feels safe and it feels like the right thing to do, which which is why everybody's on social media, even though it may not work for everybody. But it's harder to do different things. So it's harder to say, well, we're just going to focus on a blog and that's all we're going to do. Or you know what, we're going to launch a podcast at a time a few years ago when very few people were doing were doing podcasts. So you've really got to look at you know, the competitive landscape, what your rivals are doing from a marketing perspective and figure out, can we do something different and can we do it better? And and can that actually um, allow us to attract and engage our target audiences? No, that that's amazing. If you're just joining us now, what Mark and I are discussing is marketing and, and really focusing on brand storytelling, how you differentiate yourself with your comp- competitors, whether you're a, a new startup, or even a company that's coming out with a new product. I mean, uh, I, know, I know there's a huge importance on, on storytelling, and Mark talks about it much better than I do because humans are wired to relate through stories. So if you have any questions, definitely let us know. Um, Mark, so now that, okay, let's let's say, okay, I got it, Mark. Edwin, you, we got to do brand storytelling. We got to figure out a story. We can't just be talking about features and benefits all day. No one wants to talk about fe- no one cares about features and benefits. No. Um, so, so how do how do the brands, how do companies leverage their storytelling and marketing and sales activities? Like where where do you see successes? Uh, or, or how do they even get started? Yeah, that's a really good question. I think a lot of companies uh, are intimidated by storytelling because they understand the concept, but there's a gap between the concept and actual execution. And so what I do when I do storytelling workshops is I help them um, leap over that gap, is bridge the gap. So the first thing you need to do, um, like any marketing activity is establish, so what are our goals? Like, what do we want to do? If we're going to tell stories, um, what do we hope to achieve? Is it brand awareness? Do we want to attract leads? Do we want to close deals? Whatever it is, figure out what your objectives are. And that way you can work towards your objectives. Second, and this is the most important thing, is you have to really drill down into, into your target audiences. So you have to figure out like, who are they? What are their interests? What are their problems? You know, where do they consume content? You know, what channels um, are they on? What, what do they use? What don't they use? And then when you've got a feel um, for your goals and your target audiences, uh, then you got to um, figure out, okay, so what kind of stories can we create to that would resonate with them that would make an impact that would be interesting to our target audiences that would reflect their needs their aspirations their dreams their fears 
and then align that with the marketing channel. So if your if your consumers or customers are on a blog, then write great blog posts. If they're on Facebook, then be all over Facebook. Um, and if they're on Instagram, then you know do really good posts and stories on Instagram. But the bottom line is all this marketing and all the storytelling has to be customer centric. So it's not about your product. People don't care about price, products, benefits. What they care about is themselves. And it's the ultimate, you have to answer the ultimate question for them. What's in it for me? So if your stories can reflect their needs and their experiences or their, their, the experiences they want to have, then you're going to be a lot more successful because it'll be consumed. It'll be interesting. Um, I got a question and maybe maybe this is more <laughs> for things that I'm working on and stuff. So when you, when, when you start building out a brand storytelling, are you telling stories from the dream scenario in your customer's world or the pain that they're experiencing today? Or is it almost of a mix? Because depending on where they are in the marketing funnel or in the sales funnel, like you almost have to balance between which story you're telling, right? Right. So think of Storytown as a, as a three-act play, and this is probably the easiest way to go mm -hmm. about it. So act one is the hero's challenge. You have, you have a hero of your story, mm -hmm. and they've got challenges, they've got problems, they've got pains, they've got things, they've been dealt a, bit, a bad hand, right? And so um, what you want to do, um, so you want to identify their problems and their needs, so you know um, what the solutions could be. So in act two, what you say is, hey, um, we understand where you're coming from. And here's how our product could meet your expectations, could solve your problems, um, could help you achieve your goal. So here's what could be. Here's the possibilities for you. And then in the third act, what you do is you craft stories that reflect um, what, their, what the experience could be. Like, what would it be like for you if you used our product? So a classic example is, um, is, uh, is Airbnb. Um, so what they do is they basically say, okay, we understand our audiences are, are interested in travel and um, they need a place to stay. So that, that's table stakes. Like that, mm -hmm. that's not interesting. That's just what it is, right? Yeah, but, facts. But facts, right? And people don't care about facts anymore. Yeah. And so what Airbnb does with their marketing is they say, they tell stories about this is what it would like to be in Paris and to wake up in the morning and uh, go to a local bakery and have fresh croissants and here's what it would like to stay with with a host who will act as your tour guide and will allow you to experience the essence of Paris and allow you to really feel like you're a Parisian for a day or a week and it's not about finding a place to stay and it's and it's it's and it's not about actually visiting a city it's about the experience and that's what they're trying to do they're trying to get people to imagine what it'd be like to be in Paris if they're going to Paris. And even if they're not going to Paris, they can still dream about going to Paris. And that's classic marketing and storytelling. Yeah. No, that's great. I, I love that example. It really, it really irons home in terms of like understanding and in the brand storytelling. And, you know, I'm thinking about the Airbnb, like I was there recently because I'm actually heading to, to Berlin to run the marathon later this year. So I'm even on Airbnb, like, how do I, how do I experience my life during the marathon and what do I want to do? And uh, so that, that's great. That really hit home for me, man. Yeah, yeah well, that. And it's interesting, you know, it's the funny, the interesting thing about Airbnb, if you really look at their marketing, is one of the things that they've, they've introduced recently is experiences. So they not only want to sell you that experience of having a great place to stay, but they're actually selling you experiences in a city. So for example, I was looking at an Airbnb in Montreal 
And one of the experiences that they offer these days is axe throwing. So I don't know if axe throwing is a Canadian thing, but if you come to Montreal and you really want to experience Montreal, maybe you might want to go axe throwing. It's just one of these quirky things. No, that's cool. And, and it looks like they're trying to provide more, like you said, aligned with experience. And and maybe it has to be something new because you're in this city and you're doing it with not locals, but you're doing what locals are probably doing over here, right? So yeah, exactly. That, that's super cool. Um, I just wanted to give a shout out to Pete Davidson. He he actually wrote a wrote a, wrote a message for us that was a great topic. Uh, nice to hear Mark on the show. He said, but he had to step out. So thanks for uh, dropping in, Pete. Um, you recently um, published a, a new book. I think it's your. I don't know if it's your second or third book now, Mark. Um, it's called Marketing Spark. <clears throat> so can you tell us a little bit a, li- a little bit about it? Sure. So Marketing Spark came out a couple months ago. And so it's sort of the successor to a book I wrote three years ago called Storytelling for Startups. And what had happened at the time that was that storytelling was just starting to emerge as sort of the new thing. And so I wanted to be part of that. So I wrote Storytelling for Startups, but it wasn't really the book that I wanted to write. I just felt it wasn't prescriptive enough. Um, it didn't, it, there was a lot of con- concepts, uh, conceptual stuff, but I really wanted to be um, tactical as well. So Marketing Spark is really divided into two sections. And the first section really is about you know, storytelling, the importance of storytelling, who gets to tell your stories or who should tell your stories, whether it's you or your employees or a PR department, um, and looking at how, how do you craft your, your messaging? How do you craft your value propositions? How do you create a storytelling strategy um, that identifies your target audiences and, and, uh, and where to tell your story? So that's, that's kind of a, the high-level you know, concept part that, that most marketing books will focus on. But the second part of the book, which I think is really interesting to entrepreneurs, who particularly those who aren't marketing savvy, is it gives them step-by-step instructions of how to leverage every a lot of marketing channels, whether it's your website or your blog or a podcast or infographics or sales sheets. So you, you want to execute, but how do you do it? And so it gives them a user-friendly um, guide in terms of tools and case studies and illustrations and templates and workbooks so it's really in a sense it's a workbook it's a kind of it's a marketing book where you really get your hands dirty and if you want to do something then marketing spark will help you make that happen awesome and where do we grab that book it's on amazon amazon.ca and amazon.com just look for marketing spark mark evans and um if you're if you're if you're marketing savvy then the first part of the book will be interesting to you because it'll really give you some insight into storytelling and, and how to make it happen. And if you need some marketing help, then both parts will be good for you because it'll really sort of help move your marketing forward. That's great. I, I got, I got a, a question, and maybe it's more for, for me again, but hopefully <laughs> whoever is listening, that this might be interesting as well. So you talk about in the first part is for those, for marketing strategies, you know, how do, how do you, you know, what, avenues to go where do you or who tells the story whether it's yourself someone employee where do you see the new fit you know the new fad or a lot of things that i'm getting engaged with are like these quote-unquote micro influencers how do how do the brand owner engages or uses like these micro influencers or is it a thing in your mind well, I think I think influencers is a real thing. I think it's overhyped, just like anything in marketing, because mm-hmm. people believe that if you connect with an influencer, they're suddenly going to make your brand 
you know, that much more prominent and more successful. And it's not the case. So I was talking to someone who attended a workshop last week. They, I was talking to them this morning and they were talking to me about influencers. And I said, if you can identify people who are relevant, people who are interested in your product, truly interested in what you're selling and can see themselves using it, then those people can be very valuable because your product, there's a real connection between their needs and your product. And if you're lucky, then they'll share their, their experiences with their audiences. So I think there, there is a place for influencers within um, marketing programs. Um, but, but that, you have, that, you have that, to, you have that sounds like a brand advocate too, right? What it you is, just described. It, yeah, it is a brand advocate. And essentially what you're trying to do is you're trying to create brand advocates. I mm-hmm. mean, influencers, there are many different types of influencers and there are, there are some influencers that will simply use your product and charge you for it. And that if you're mm-hmm. a B2C brand and you've got a big marketing budget, maybe that works for you. For a lot mm-hmm. of companies, you know, with, with more reasonable marketing budgets that you, you want to connect with people who believe in your product and who, who could see themselves using their product. And so, and the, so you want to connect them and their needs with their audiences because their audience could, could be very much like them. Um, so they don't necessarily have to be the biggest influencers, um, but they should have you know a real strong connection with their own communities. No, that's great, man. Thank thank you for thank you for that answer. I mean, it's a it's it, personally for me and with 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 um, I guess my platform I'm building, I, I'm getting interest, and I don't know how to deal with that type of stuff. It's all new to me, <laughs> but uh, that's why I thought I'd bring it up because you mentioned sort of like you know, who should be telling your story and, and how to do those things. Um, if you're just joining us live, um, what we're talking about is marketing. We were, we were just talking about micro-influencers and brand storytelling and how to leverage. And specifically, Mark's other successor book, Marketing Spark, um, it's great for anyone who's within marketing and talks about strategies. Uh, if you're catching us on the replay, you have any questions, anything sparks, uh, <laughs> not to use the word spark, but anything that really hits home, if you have any questions, let us know. Um, you could send an email directly to me, edwin at thebusinessleadership.com. If it's for me, happy to answer. If it's for Mark, I'm happy to connect him to you as well. And I'll be sure to ask him where we could get a hold of him or we could follow, connect with him as well. Um, Mark, I love it um, if you could just share some final thoughts uh, with the business leaders who are listening today, whether it's live or on the replay. And when it comes to it, brand storytelling, like what are the last, you know, final things that you'd want them to to know or do today? So I think it's important that brands tell great stories. That, that much is obvious. But one of the things that I'm really interested in this year uh, for a lot of my clients and 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 many B2B companies is how do you establish stronger, better connections with your customers and prospects? So a lot of marketers have gotten lazy because they're relying on uh, digital marketing tools to do their jobs for them. So marketing automation tools, email marketing tools, they figure that if they blast out often enough and and uh, and keep hammering away that eventually the prospects will fold and become customers and eventually their customers will just stay happy. And I don't believe that's the case. I think that kind of marketing is gonna be increasingly ineffective. So what I, what I would suggest to anybody is that you have to connect with your prospects and customers directly. And, and it, it's different types of marketing. So it could be phone calls, conferences, webinars, uh, podcasts, LinkedIn, uh, whatever, link, right? <laughs> LinkedIn, whatever you can do to to connect with your customers, 
then that's going to be increasingly important. Now, now I keep in mind that this kind of stuff, it's hard, it may be hard to scale. So you have to pick your spots, but if you're, if you're simply relying on digital marketing to drive your success, then you're missing out on a, a, a kind of marketing that uh, is going to be a lot more effective. And I think, you know, as competition gets more fierce, then relationships are going to matter more than ever. And, uh, and one of the ways to, to start to establish relationships is you tell good stories. It's just this big virtual circle that, I, that I'm on these days. No, that's awesome. Mark, where can we get find more information about you, um, your work, your book, or anything else you'd like to share with the listeners today? Sure. So uh, my website is, uh, is www.markevans.ca. On Twitter, I'm Mark Evans. Uh, and you can get uh, and on my website. You can sign up for a newsletter that I do every week. Uh, and there's information about the book as well. That's great, Mark. It's been an absolute pleasure. Um, I love the work you're doing. Keep up the great work. I want to keep the invite open for you to join me again, co-host. Uh, we could talk about either something specific within the marketing. I'll wait to see get we get some feedback as well. And I will, I'll, I'll be happy to collaborate with you in the future again. Sounds good. One thing I wanted to say before I go is that I, I basically offer two types of services to companies. One mm -hmm. is a CMO for hire service. So I'll be your director of marketing or VP of marketing for three or six or nine months, whatever you need. And the other one is around messaging, brand positioning, and, uh, and, and strategic storytelling. Very cool. Very cool. And we could find that on markevans.ca, right? Absolutely. Great. Mark, it's been an absolute pleasure. Thank you for uh, co-hosting today, and uh, we'll talk to you soon. Sure do. Thank you. This has been the Business Leadership Podcast Live. It's an almost daily show. It uh, happens every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Um, so be sure to catch us here. Um, if you haven't done so yet, please be sure to check out my podcast. Uh, it's called the Business Leadership Podcast, where I sit down with business leaders to discuss their personal journey their experience leading businesses. New episode drops every Tuesday. You could catch my podcast on Spotify, iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your podcast. But that's a wrap, everybody. Happy Monday. Have a fantastic week. Stay warm, stay dry, and I'll see you all next time. Edwin signing off.